Hello, welcome to the Unlucky Frog Gaming Podcast. You're uh, joined by your usual hosts here, Josh Hartley and Ben Porter. Hello. And uh, we're joined here by Steve uh, uh, from Common Ground Games. We're actually, we're actually recording in Common Ground Games right now. This is our first first sort of field yeah. recording, field I guess. Field reporting, though. Yes. Yeah, we brought, we brought the, the Blue Yeti mic. It's all ready to go. We forgot the cable. <laughs> so uh, so it is completely useless. Uh, well, it's in a this instance, In this instance, <laughs> it is completely useless. It's but, a nice table ornament. Yeah. Well, it, you know, it's quite pretty. You know, yeah, it's... Quite sleek. Yeah. Nice retro. It looks like a very good microphone. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It, Thanks, it, it was. It was, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, you know, it didn't cost us much or anything, no. so... <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, we, we've been through here playing a bit of uh, Shade Spire. We've had a bit of a warm-up uh, yep. session for the organised play. That's going to... Start in February. Kick off right? in February the 11th. He says, "Not 100 percent convinced." <laughs> okay. It's yeah. on. It's on the. It's on our Facebook page. Uh, we're doing the mm -hmm. the Games Workshop uh, three month organized play thing. It was meant to be starting this month, but um, it was meant to start today. But the organized play packs aren't getting sent out till February. Mm -hmm. And what can play? What what a player is going to be able to pick up in these packs and mm, or, custom tokens? Right. Uh, <laughs> I think that was the first thing, and then alternate art cards and other bits and bobs. But we're keeping track of each result from mm -hmm. each one, and then at the end, there's either a separate tournament at the very end where everyone is just battling for what looks to be a very nice. Um, Glass trophy, as part of the part of the shade, shard of the shade spire. There we go. Something to put on the mantelpiece, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. No, it looks nice. Yeah. So there's multiples like alternate art cards, uh, tokens for your factions. If your faction is uh, Stormcast or Corn. And then, yeah, <laughs> and other things. Uh, neither of us are playing those war bands. <laughs> yep. I don't know that they've done specific ones for the others as yet. Yeah, um, that might come later. Maybe if, if this is only going to be for three months, maybe whatever the next three yeah, months don't, is. Don't get your hopes up because it's like they're always punting the, the Stormcast yeah. over everyone, the Sigmarines. Yeah, <laughs> stuffing them down your throat. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. So, um, but it looks nice. Yeah. Um, Yep, so you get new cards, mm -hmm. new art and stuff. So. Yeah, it's, it's fun. It's, it's, it's a really fun game. Uh, we, we were saying when we were recording uh, the previous episode, we, we're very impressed with the game so far. It's been really fun. It's been nice, actually, just to play against people who... I mean, we're working in a two-person meta yeah. at the moment, me and Ben. So it's been nice to actually play against some different players. You no, know? it's good, so, yeah. And I know you guys had a, had a four-way game. Afternoon, so that would big multiple. That was so much fun. Yeah. Although me, um, me and Josh aren't friends anymore after that. No, oh, yes we are. <laughs> you'll you'll forgive me eventually. Well, yeah. Okay, maybe. I mean, <laughs> no. I, I mean, was I was personally surprised by how how much fun it was too. Because mm. when it first came out, I was like, oh, okay, okay, another games workshop another thing. Games workshop thing. <laughs> and uh, yeah, but when I sat down and had a game, I was like, 
oh my god, this is a really good fun. Yeah. So yeah, if you haven't tried out, I highly recommend giving so it a go. We'll we'll link to all the well we'll link to Common Ground Games, so uh, you'll be able to find the dates for yes. the Shade Spy organized play off that, as well as the many multitude of games that you you run. So for for anyone who hasn't visited Common Ground, uh, what what gets played here? Uh Games. Everything. Everything. Yes. I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh, that was everything. a very open question. Yeah. Sorry, but I can't think of anything we haven't run an event for. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Saga, maybe we haven't. Yeah. And even Bolt Action, we have. We've had a couple of things. There's not much we have not had in either. We've been running it. Yep. Uh, as or we've just been hosts for somebody else. Uh, who's the organizer of the mm-hmm. tournament and we just yeah. pick up the slack so that they can I, just concentrate on the tournament because i know a lot of the big um mini war games so so your likes of your 40k your warhammer um your um name some other ones ben your uh, war machine <laughs> there uh, we go boards, yeah uh, x-wing runebound Oh, we were told to ask you, is X-Wing a board, board game or um, a war game, a miniatures game? It depends who you talk to. Yeah. <laughs> I would say it was a miniatures game myself. Yeah. But, you know. It's, I, uh, I think for it to be a board game, it has to have a dedicated board. You think? So take that, Dave. <laughs> well, which it does have. I mean, you play it on Don't a three It comes with it its own board. No. So it's not a board It's game. at least like a roll-up map. Yeah. Well... But then, does Twilight Imperium come to the board game? Does Ascendancy? I mean, the, 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 this, is, this, is, this is it now. So, like, yeah. what, what Catan? Is, Catan's just hexes. True. True. You generate that would be board a board as you go. Yeah. yeah, it's like procedurally generated, I yeah. guess. And you do, you do generate it prior to playing on yeah. the board. So. Yeah. so Carcassonne, I think, would be an interesting one. Because the board, uh, the board yeah. develops as you play. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's not really cards, is it? The tiles, cardboard. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but um, yeah, I mean, certainly all the all the major tournaments in Scotland for uh, the the sort of miniatures wargaming scene. You have events here for that. Uh, you run Magic the Gathering events, Pokemon uh, Pokemon the card game events. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's pretty a pretty exhaustive list. Do you have like do you have role playing uh, game groups come here as we well? We do have groups. Uh, nothing particularly organised. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there are groups who meet here. In yeah. fact, some groups even sit on the seats where the sofas are. There we go. Are. There we are. So it's a living room uh, that you don't have to tidy up at the end. It <laughs> <laughs> just Steve will do great. that for you. Yeah, exactly. Um, but no, we've got um, yeah. There's there's groups that meet regularly. Mm-hmm. There's groups that meet irregularly. Disorganised play. Yes. Disorganised play. play. I I am all about the disorganised play. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we're just a space for playing games, Mm. um, which we're open to all. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, definitely. And yeah, not not only that, but you've got a pretty uh, well-stocked shop uh, here as well. So I like things, yeah. I like a shop you can walk into and actually see things. Yes. And it's just... We, we, We always walk out of here. Poorer in one sense and richer in the other. 
Yeah, that's there we go. There we go. Uh, I mean, we've just picked up. I picked up uh, Nomads, which caught my eye from uh, from the coverage of Essen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one, the campfire one. Yeah, yeah it's a nice little really compact box. Yeah, no, that looks, really, I, looks do you know, really good. Such actually. a petty thing, but I really like the design. The the box is not your sort. It stands out as well, yeah, and yeah. the art style's great. And uh, really looking forward to trying that. And Ben has picked up uh, Fog of Love. Fog of Love. Yeah. Which, that's getting a lot of attention right now. Yeah, it's it really people is. like the critics have been gushing over it. Yeah. and uh, but if you like reading the sort of synopsis of it, it's a very unique thing for board games. I can't yeah. think of another game that simulates a human relationship quite right. like that. And <laughs> <laughs> I do. So yeah, well, I'll definitely be interested in hearing what you think of. Uh, yeah, well, I think, I I think we we're going to play through our relationship. Oh my gosh. Do you reckon one of the events might be, might be the other uh, betrays you in a game of Shadespire? And do you choose to be salty about well, it for the rest of the day? Well, the rest of the we'll, week? We'll find out, won't we? <laughs> the rest of your life? <laughs> All of the events. Uh, uh, um, so, uh, so, yeah, it's, how, how long then has uh, Common Ground been running for? It will be five years in May. Excellent. Are you? Are you? Have Does you got any... not feel that long. No, no, no. It's kind of it's so kind I, of rocked up. I, rem- I remember watching it getting built oh, yeah, on yeah. Facebook. Yeah, that feels like it took longer than we've been open. <laughs> <laughs> that was a Sisyphean task. Because it was so. The story behind the building is a bit interesting. It was abandoned for four years, and then mm-hmm. um, we got in as it was being renovated because. Uh, guy who bought the building was renovating mm-hmm. and uh, we came back from the states uh, sort of July mm-hmm. I came to look at it in August so we were able to get in as it was being rebuilt because it had been four years ago yeah, yeah. so it was in a heap and it still had eight rather mouldy snooker tables in the <laughs> game room which we had to get rid of yeah. so it was um, no it was so yeah I think it was we took Seven months, because we did most of the work ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Keep the price down, but it meant that the time frame was a bit longer than we were looking for. Yeah, but yeah, we eventually got open in May, and I was so frazzled at the time that I didn't realise it was May the fourth that we opened. Oh, excellent! <laughs> so, so Please like, tell me you had like an X-wing event or like. Honestly, I had no idea what was going. You know, it was uh, like, it's just we need to be open by May. Yeah, <laughs> it's like this is insane. We were going to open in February, then it was March, then it was April. It has to be May. Yeah. Do you know what? Though, that, that, I think that's the same story with anyone who's starting a business. You know, plans go awry, things that you yeah. don't foresee happening happen. Well, I didn't want to open unread. Yeah, you know, I wanted Aye, to be. Absolutely. I wanted to be in a place where once we were open. We were functioning. Yeah. It wasn't like, all right, yeah, that's going to happen, you know, and that's going to do this. So, yeah. And it takes it takes a certain amount of time to build five rows of twenty by four, twenty four feet by four feet. Yeah, so trying- it also takes a certain kind of person to undertake this sort of project. So, some might say an enthusiastic person. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So. So yeah. how how did you end up in the sphere of tabletop gaming? Just gaming wise, or or doing this thing? Oh, both, I guess. Yeah. Well, let's start at the beginning. Let's, let's just start at the beginning. Yeah. Um, I guess I started by building Airfix models and then going on to to Maya models. 
and then mm-hmm. going, I'm bored of tanks and other things. And then round about that time, because um, I used to live in Perth, so I used to go through to Glasgow every once in a while. Mm-hmm. And Virgin used to have these like fantasy figures mm-hmm. from um, Citadel. So I just used to run back with whatever I could get my hands on and start painting up those. And then from there, I went games workshop. And then, oh my God, look, it's a thing. But yeah, and so that just progressed, and then I've just been in that since. You don't have to put dates if you, you don't have <laughs> to mention dates. <laughs> don't feel obliged. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, so I've been doing that, mm. uh, and then um, just board games and all the rest of it. So yeah, and then I spent fifteen years of my life in the States and I met a lot of people over there and introduced a whole lot of other games and game shops so you know where if you don't mind me asking where in the where in the United States were you staying uh New York oh, oh New York City yes New York wow City. yeah so we were, we were living in Brooklyn but the club I was in was was out of central Manhattan mm-hmm. um so uh, but then we did a whole sort of tournament scenes as well yes once I started doing that so I got to see other places, um, meet other people, play other things. So, so yeah, that was it. And then when we came back after 15 years mm-hmm. over there, having gone for one, um, <laughs> it was, you know, we had a blank slate. We weren't coming back to anything. Right. We were simply coming back because our kids, one of them was at high school age. Yeah. And it was either we do high school there or we do high school here. We can't. Yeah. Once he's in, he's in. Yeah, and I suppose uh, in the back of your mind, probably university tuition over in the United yeah, States is yeah. a little obscene. Uh, it is, it is, but that's what. Uh, but the, but more importantly was the fact that our second term was six years younger. So mm-hmm. once he was just leaving high school, she was just going in. It's like, uh, okay, so that's another yeah. twelve years on yeah. top of fifteen. Yeah. So. so with a completely blank slate, my wife said, "What would you like to do?" And this sort of thing has always been in the back of my head because mm-hmm. um, I used to listen to podcasts, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. specifically the Bad Dice Guys. Yes. Uh, yes. So Jason yeah, yeah. and Curry. And they actually interviewed the guys who ended up doing Maelstrom out of ah, Amsterdam. Yes. And just as they were getting that milled together, they were talking about the process, and I was like, oh, that's a good idea. Oh, oh, right. And I think that planted the seed. And then when we were coming back, I was like, I want to do this. This is what we. This is what I would like to do. We picked Sterling because initially when we come back, I was like, well, whatever I do, I can get to from Sterling. Mm-hmm. But then having picked Sterling and found this place, it was like, well, wherever, if we do it here, then everyone can get to Sterling really easily. So it made sense. I had a, I made a mental note to ask you about that actually because you, you, am I right in saying by the way, is this the largest venue of its type in Scotland? I think so. Yeah. yeah. I can't think of any off the top of my head either. So I, I was thinking, well, why is it? Not in Glasgow or Edinburgh, but actually makes perfect sense to have it in Stirling because if you had it in Glasgow, you wouldn't get people from Edinburgh and vice versa. So, and also, it's not Stirling's not too bad from people further north in the country to get yeah, to yeah, as well. It's literally an hour. Yeah, I did a I did a sort of map of an hour's drive, and it, it's like Dundee mm-hmm. to um, 
just south of Glasgow. Yeah. So it's like we get guys from air who come up. We get guys, you know. So we we are very we're so central, mm-hmm. and the rents are slightly cheaper than Glasgow and Edinburgh. I can imagine, particularly Edinburgh. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, to have this space in either of those places, it would either be on the outskirts, in which case you're hardly, you're not getting, you know, you're not city yeah. centre. Mm. So everyone's having to travel to you anyway, mm-hmm. or you have it here and then you say, okay, look, we've got all you need around here. If you come for a weekend, there's hotels that are cheap. That are... Well, there's a travel lodge just down the road, right? Yes, will be. It's not yeah. quite open yet. Oh, is it not? No, they've literally just it looks, it, it, it looks so it's pretty much open. No, no, it's yeah. I, yeah. It was meant to there be open go. in December, but right. they pushed it back. So I think February was its opening day. See, it happens to everyone. Exactly. <laughs> yes. That's, that's just construction. Yeah. yeah. Not, nothing finishes on time in construction. No. Speaking so, from experience. Yeah. Yes, yeah. There's someone on the inside of that. Yeah. So, really, uh, that's where this came from. And, and five years later, we're sat here. Yeah. yeah. So what's, um, what have you got in, in mind for the future? Well, uh, I don't know. I would like to get another room here. Right. Because trying to find space to run everything that everyone wants to run yeah. is now getting problematic. Yeah, right. I mean, today we've, uh, we've been here pretty much since midday. Uh, it's about five o'clock in the evening now. And it's been pretty full all day long. Yeah. I mean, you've had you've had a Pokemon uh, pre-release today. Yeah, but runner, but I, I no, mean, today yeah. there was not much scheduled. Just our Netrunner and our Pokemon thing mm-hmm. was well, that was the only scheduled thing. So everything else was great because everyone was just dropping in. Yeah. But at the end of February, we've got 50 uh, 40k players coming. Right. Which is just going to fill that room. Yes. Which means that we can't run any sort of card-based things. So I've right. had space to do... So that really cuts down on um, the times we can run the uh, fantasy flight games, like X-Wing, yeah. Armada, or Netrunner, or Game of Thrones, yeah. because they have windows that you have to... For they dictate when, when you can run so that. It's a, it's a nice like, complaint to have. It's a nice sense, complaint to have. Yes, I'm running out of space. We have too many people. It's <laughs> always, yeah, well, that's it. It's, it's always the thing. It's, it's a good problem to have being too busy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, but yeah, so you're, you're thinking of maybe, I mean, is there any more room at the end? Well, like, no, not here. <laughs> that's not, the problem. Not on this level. Right. There is mutterings. There might, there might be something open. There might be a chance. There we go. If it's something that you'd ha- uh, you could tell me, but you'd have to kill me, uh, I'd rather no, no, not die. It's, no. so. <laughs> it's, just, uh, it's just sort of, it's nothing but a rumour right now. Sure. So if it happens, we'll see. Watch this space. Rumour, everybody. Yeah. Watch this space, Rumors. <laughs> so, uh, what have you been playing recently, yourself, then? Uh, Destiny and Armada are the two mm-hmm. I'm getting. That's Star, Star Wars, yeah. Star Wars Destiny is the, yeah. is the dice and card game, which mm-hmm. is fantastic, and Armada is the proper spaceship game. This is... <laughs> oh... <laughs> But oh, this sorry. Is, yeah. So, <laughs> this, so this is this is the uh, uh, are the rules even remotely similar to X Wing though? Oh, I mean, no. No, no. Because like, so, I, I say X Wing's like dogfights, isn't it? Whereas, yeah, yeah. I mean, X Wing's really good for yeah. what it is, but you know, because it's the pilot skills, you 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 move up through movement and down through shooting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you always know who's moving first and who's shooting first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas 
Armada, you have one player that plays everything first, but when it comes to what ship or what squadron they activate, it's entirely up to them. Okay. Right. So, so yeah. it's a bit more of a, a sort of chess game where you're trying to um, get things in the right place. Mm-hmm. I mean, my the allegory I always tell people is it's 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 very akin to Napoleonic naval warfare. Yeah, it's all about the movement to bring the correct things to smash up, mm-hmm. but it took you a while to get there, and it, it's the yeah. way you activate is it equally as important to what mm. you're activating. Because unlike a lot of other games, you shoot before you move. So oh right yeah yeah so you kind of have to try you you can't you you have to try and plan one turn ahead then yeah yeah I need to get yeah. to this space so that next turn I can shoot that well, thing you, you, usually yeah. if that's in a game it's a special rule unique yeah. to certain units I think in in warmer hordes you've got the bushwhacker rule right so it's like but it's only as certain units they get to shoot and then mm. run away yeah yeah no this one everyone. So, so you might have long range shot on somebody, so you you sort of go, okay, do I want to take that? Because then when I then I have to move, and now suddenly I'm in a, like medium range, so they're getting more dice back at me than I'm getting at them. Yeah. Mm. And uh, so it's a uh, right. I'll just move this one then, and then it's sort of like, okay, I'll move this. One. Right, so everyone's be, everyone's like, being really uh, coy right at the start, and then one person oh, just yeah, pushes it a little too just, far, and it just, just collapses. Yeah. That sounds familiar, Josh. No, so <laughs> I definitely, yeah, that's my one of my favorite. They're the itch you're scratching game. currently. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll have to try the Dest, uh, the Star Wars Destiny out as well. It oh, Destiny really, is a blast. Yeah, yeah I, there, there were some guys playing it today, weren't yeah. there? Like yeah. it looked really, I like casually sort of looking over my shoulder, like yeah. trying to look inconspicuous, uh, and it looked really interesting. Huge amounts of dice. Yeah, it's not really. I mean, they ha- we have lots of dice. Yeah. Nah. Because <laughs> it's a collectible one, so, yeah. so you buy just blind mm. boosters. But um, no, I mean, actual dice you would use, because it's a 30-card yeah. deck, mm-hmm. of which you can have two copies. Uh, I just saw the... Okay. Uh, Aye. The, 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 the case. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Grief, that is a lot of dice. This yeah. was like I the... Like chunky dice, though. I'm, I'm picturing, basically, you know, the, the, uh, uh, the suitcase in Pulp Fiction... <laughs> this is what's it like open it up and that that's it it's all this uh, dice for Star Wars Destiny yeah no but it's it's such a good game mm-hmm. you can you can play either you know a full on aggro deck where you're just you're just throwing weapons at mm-hmm. your characters and just trying to kill somebody as fast as possible yeah or you know you can play you play theme or you play mm-hmm. and because because it's dice you're never that consistent yeah. So it really flattens out the sort of, you know, you're not going to win by spending masses of money. It's not formulaic. Yeah. No. Because you get the element of yeah. chance. It's, yeah. There's a great there's uh, ways, there's ways of, of manipulating chance. Yeah. Like you can get cards that manipulate the dice or you get other mm-hmm. dice that manipulate them. But it all takes time because it's like basically I do something, you do something, yeah, I do something, yeah. you do. So even if I roll masses of damage, it's unlikely I will be able to do all that damage immediately. Yeah. So, yeah. so you always feel like you're in it. And there's always cards that you can just take other dice off the table. And you're yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> Is this Fantasy Flight then? That have, uh, yeah. I think they, they, they do all the Star Wars licenses. The, 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 the big one pushing this year is Star Wars Legion. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try it. I, I don't know if I can afford to commit to another 
miniatures game though? Well, we've got um, the Game of Thrones based miniatures game coming out later yeah, this year as well. Nice. Yeah, I saw that. I, yeah, it was a Kickstarter, wasn't it? Yeah, you, you, you didn't sound so enthusiastic there. <laughs> it was cool. Well, it was cool money or not? It was cool money or not? Which are getting a little bit. We've been having which this you would have it. thought by all this time would not have to kickstart their new project. Well, <laughs> well, this is. Uh, I mean, this is a, a discussion we're probably going to have a, a later recording. But um, one of the earliest episodes we did, we were talking about the uh, like the the pros and cons of Kickstarter. But since we've done that. It's becoming quite evident that, it, and it's not just Cool Mini or not, there are a few other companies out there that we feel are probably a little too big for Kickstarter, and that's not really what Kickstarter is supposed to be about or what it's trying they, to sell. They use it as a shop window, yeah, as a, as a sort of window to get their game out there, but what I have found is that you everyone gets what they want on Kickstarter, mm-hmm. so no shops get it in because what's the point? Yeah. Everyone's got what they got. And usually for like peanuts, it's it's counterintuitive to the whole tabletop thing because in bypassing the retailers, but you don't get a community, so the yeah, game, exactly. the never grow. So, so what, what's the point of you? Yeah, you've so. got this. You get this really nice big game with all the miniatures, and no one to play with. Yeah, we provide a space for a community to grow, and a lot of a lot of other companies have recognised that and mm-hmm. tend to not block out web only I mean some people do Games Workshop changed their terms and conditions that you you had to have a space you have to have a bricks and mortar private store private press yeah. have always said you, you have to have a brick and mortar space to yeah. um, to mm-hmm. get in their stuff and a lot of other ones are doing like fantasy flight games will not don't stop online discounters yeah. but they don't get as good a discount as so they don't have the same wiggle room to sort of massively undercut yeah. To be fair, that I, I do know that quite a lot of the Kickstarters do retailer pledges, um, which I think is a good thing. It is, and uh, to be honest, I did one with uh, TT. I mm-hmm. backed Carnival to the hill. So. Yeah. But I think that has the potential to be a really big game. And I think TT, because they only have like two or three games, mm-hmm. are not going to drop the ball and just move on to the next thing. Yeah, yeah you know, they're going to keep they're trying. Gonna, they're yeah. going to try and foster that. And yeah, because they've got they at that point they had Rumble Slam and they had Carnival. Mm-hmm. They've since Rumble bought, Slam's the wrestling game, isn't it? Oh, the yeah. fantasy yeah, wrestling yeah. game, which is you know getting really good feedback. So yeah, Carnival the models just looked amazing, and it, it had existed before, so there was a sort of background community there. Yeah, the, think, the 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 people who had a vested interest already. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think that. They, it will springboard because they've they've streamlined the rules because the rules were like, oh. mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but they've since bought, joined up with Hawks, so and now they're doing Drop Zone and uh, Drop Fleet. So yeah, Drop Zone's been going for quite a while now. I vaguely remember that uh, yeah, just getting launched years. a I think few just, years ago. Yeah. yeah, just I first met them the first. Arnade I went to mm. and that was uh, two or three well as a shop I went to the first one just after we opened yeah um, can't remember the meme now so yeah they're about four or five years mm-hmm. and we've always you know 
No, it must have been before because I had them in the shop when we came here, so I must mm-hmm. have had them there. But yeah, it's always been. It's really it's a good game. It's well designed, mm-hmm. but it's always kind of suffered from just being that sort of level below sort of exploding. Yeah. People play it, but not enough people play it to sort of snowball into it's, a critical mass. It's really difficult, though. I mean, uh, certainly with the miniatures games being so dominated by 40k. No. Uh, and, I mean, uh, some games have got somewhere with it. Well, yeah, the, the, I don't think they're quite as dominant as they were. No, not 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 as uh, not where they, they were like oh, 15 pri- years ago. Privateer Press are, are huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fantasy Flight have like have now s- stepped fully into the, the miniatures gaming yes. ring, uh, which better pay off for them. Yeah, because I'll not forgive them if they if <laughs> Star Wars Legions fails, which I don't think it will because it looks gorgeous and it seems yeah. to play. But I think that's the reason they and Games Workshop fell parted out. ways. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And if somebody had told me that you could have Star Wars Legions or you could have Forty K Destiny. I'm not sure what I would have chosen because, you know, it broke my heart to see that Dice Masters were bringing out 40k Dice Master. I was like, oh, that could have been 40k Destiny. That would have been amazing. (laughs) But there you go. Such is life. So having seen Legions, I'm well interested in it. Mm -hmm. Because it also uses cards, doesn't it? Well, it uses cards in the same way Armada and X-Wing use cards. You upgrade units yeah and um so you'll have like some like command options or you have uh, upgrade weapons that you can you can buy so well each unit will be the same looking they will have different sort of and i know you like just flicking through the stormtroopers expansion that's coming you can add a rocket launcher or you could have a heavy machine gun you know so it's like yeah, yeah. you know which way are you gonna go and I, which I just, way does it go i just really want to Play Darth Vader and get him in amongst the rebels. See, I didn't want to do that. I just want, I just want hundreds, hundreds of stormtroopers, <laughs> yeah. which I may not want after yeah. painting twenty-one of them. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, at least, yeah. I was just going to say, white, black detail jobs are good, right? Yeah, that's what it sounds like, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. We had, easy. We we had uh, we were going down to a tournament in Warhammer World in Nottingham. This was a Warhammer Fantasy tournament, and one of our friends, Simon. Shout out, Simon, if you're listening. Um, he ran a Night Goblin army. And no word of a lie, I think he painted 120 Night Goblins in the space of about three or four days. He was deranged after that. Oh, three or four days? Huh? Yeah, it was, yeah. I mean, I think I, I, I think he was still painting them right before, like right up until the tournament yeah. started. But he was, uh, he, he had got to that moment where someone's been deprived of so much sleep they're a little delirious but they're, they're one of those armies night goblins that even if you paint them quite basic it's just impressive to yeah, see yeah like a hundred goblins yeah. on a table and i think it's probably it's probably going to be same with like the, the stormtrooper armies and legion mm-hmm. i must knew somebody who painted a thousand and one noblars noblars yeah, yeah, Literally, his entire army was a thousand and one noblars. Noblars, by the way, who for people who didn't play Warhammer Fantasy, noblars were part of the ogre army. Mm-hmm. Uh, and did anyone run them? There were two points. No, no. Well, trappers. The trap. I was going to say the trappers were somewhat. But because useful. they had sharp stuff. Yeah. And like you, everyone could throw. 
Yeah. <laughs> but there was just so many of them, nobody cared. And they were largely insignificant, so they caused yeah. no panic at all. Yeah. So you could wipe them out and just yeah. just cause no panic. So, his display board was literally six foot by one foot piece of wood, and that was his deployment. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> shout out Nadal. <laughs> so Nadal, um, who who decided to paint that many knoblas? Who yeah, hurt? He didn't do who hurt you? <laughs> like, like, he, did, he did get help, but it was yeah. hilarious. It was actually hilarious. I remember um, Andy Russell. Shout out Andy Russell. A lot of shout outs yeah. in this episode. <laughs> We're going to call this episode shout out. <laughs> yeah. um, Andy Russell told me that he knew a guy that had an ogre army, um, but he, he just used um, early learning center oh, animals. Right. Yeah. So he had he had like a, a cow with like stripes on it. So like, that's the saber tusk. Oh no, <laughs> why? Why? So, you know, which is either hilarious or just demoralising if you are someone like Simon who's spent yeah. the last three days painting hundreds of <laughs> goblins. Bloodshot eyes. I'll, I'll say this, right, the, the sort of delirious state that he was in made uh, made him a very appropriate general for a goblin army. Yes, I should imagine. <laughs> red eyes yeah. So um, before we wrap up, then uh, what what events have you got coming over uh, coming up over twenty uh, twenty eighteen? It's, it's, it feels weird saying that, but like. uh, well, we've got the forty k Dark Millennium. It's our first, uh, fifth one. Liam is uh, running. Mm-hmm. It's probably going to be our biggest individual one. It's got fifty people signed up for it. Yeah, excellent. Um, other sort of notable ones we've got the Armada and the Destiny Regional mm-hmm. so Destiny Destiny Regional is 18th of next month 18th of February mm-hmm. and uh, Armada is March 4th I think mm-hmm. um, other notable ones we're doing where the host Scotland is hosting the Age of Sigmar uh, Six Nations in July Awesome. I really like the sound of that. Yeah, so um, we'll have teams from England, Wales, Ireland, and Ireland. Uh, mm-hmm. France, I think is the other one. I yeah. I remember. Um, so that's coming. And Before I mean, we've we got, our Age of Sigmar tournament scene has, has taken off the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, when it first came out, to be honest, it was like the same 16 people. Mm-hmm. But now we're we're running two days, forty plus, thirty plus, forty that's plus. That's fantastic! Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so definitely that's going from strength to strength. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got a bunch of one days, a bunch of two days. Mm-hmm. We've got forty uh, k. We've got like all the fantasy fight games we do. Yeah. Um, um, if I ever actually finish my fire slayers, I'll need to come along to an Age of Sigmar tournament. Yeah. No, definitely. There's a there's a new one coming up. Um, uh, in, I should have had my cat, my phone out going on. Right. So, I think it's me. Uh, there's a whole new one. Uh, the Howling's coming back. Northern Invasion mm-hmm. is going to two days because it's so so big and popular. Yeah. Uh, we've got a bunch of 4K things. I mean, it's just, like I say, we struggle to find space. For yeah. So. yeah. But we try and accommodate. Everything. Excellent. And if, if uh, our listeners want to get in touch, uh, what's the best way of uh, well, getting in shop. touch? Yeah. Uh, the numbers on Facebook, uh, through Facebook, uh, or email, um, info at commongroundgames.co.uk, mm-hmm. or one more, uh, or uh, Facebook Messenger, 
but like us on Facebook, follow us on uh, the website's got an events page, which mm-hmm. has a calendar with usually mostly if I get to it. Yes. Uh, up to date. <laughs> it's up to date right now. Yes. So there we um, go. Uh, so yeah, so that check those out and people supply us with links mm-hmm. the links are on the thing that'll take you to the page with any details excellent yeah excellent. well thanks very much for coming on the show and oh, thank, thank you thank for you. having us through here for, for like i say our first field trip of the the podcast first yep. of many <laughs> it's a more civilized field i hope yeah it is most <laughs> most definitely civilized but uh, guys thanks very much for listening and uh, we'll catch up with you next time take care bye Hi guys, it's uh, Josh from the Unlucky Frog Gaming Podcast here. Thanks for listening to us, and now be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Just search for the Unlucky Frog Gaming. Uh, you can also show your support for Unlucky Frog through Pod Pledge and Patreon. Be sure to check out our website www.unluckyfrog.com to find out more. Was that so hard? <laughs> <I'm>, look. <laughs>